This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti. Great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country. If you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate you doing that as well. This is our NFL Draft Special. So we're going to have two guests, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud and Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. By the time this airs on all of our affiliates this weekend, the draft will have taken place. We'll know where C.J. has gone. We'll know where Will has been drafted. But stay tuned to hear these men talk about their draft preparation, their faith in the Lord, and much more. A reminder about a night with Brian Dawkins, a wonderful event that's coming up at Valley Forge Baptist. It's going to be June 10th. I can't wait to host this amazing, awesome event. See all the wonderful people over there for ticket information, including there's some meet and greet opportunities. Make sure you go to valleyforgebaptist.org forward slash Dawkins. Check it out. I'll be there. Dawk will be there. It's going to be a wonderful time. I want to talk about I want to touch on a topic this week that kind of hits home for me, and it's about perfection. You're going to hear C.J. Stroud say he's a sinner, he's striving to be better, repents of his sins, and we all are. Truth is, we're all sinners, right? We all need forgiveness at times. We aren't perfect. Nobody but Jesus is perfect. But here's the thing that sometimes we forget. God doesn't expect us to be perfect. He knows that we're going to make mistakes. He knows that we have flaws, and he loves us nonetheless. He wants a relationship with us. He came to this earth and died on that cross, and all of that blood and all of those painful moments that Jesus endured for us, he understood that we are not perfect. He knew that, and he still loves us. So we got to stop thinking at times because I'm guilty of this in so many things, so many ways, in so many areas, feeling like, oh, I got to be perfect. I got to do this the best way I can. We're all going to fall countless times. We're going to fall. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to sin numerous times in the course of a day. But through that failure, through those mistakes that we make, we need to remain faithful. We have to avoid there's sometimes there's an urge maybe to turn our back on God because things aren't going our way and we messed up. And it's easy to say, well, I give up on being faithful because I keep screwing up. Uh, I mess up too often and I'm, I, I just can't do it. But it, it's hard to say I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep striving, and I'm going to keep fighting, and I'm going to keep trying to be better, to think better, to act better, to keep pursuing God, because he's always pursuing us. He's pursuing us even in our failure. Even when we don't pursue him, he's coming to look for us. He meets us in at our, our time of need. And what I do sometimes, and, and this goes to working out, eating healthy, if I go off track, I've had the most difficult year, it's going back to last August, and I haven't been 
in the gym as often as I like. I'll be honest, I'm in the worst shape of my life. And I'll have a couple good days and then I have a couple bad days. And what happens is if I don't wake up, and normally I I always wake up and I I I of the mindset, all right, I'm I'm going to I'm going to be on track today and breakfast is not a problem. But then if I if I get busy with work or whatever I'm doing, mostly work, and I don't get to the gym early enough, and then things build up during the course of the day, and over that period of time, there there's stressful moments, whatever it may be, I, I, I don't get lazy, but I get careless, and I'll, I'll eat something that I shouldn't. And then sometimes I, I let that pile up, and I'll continue Oh, I had a I had a bite of ice cream. Oh, I'm gonna have another. Oh, I had a piece of chocolate. I'm gonna have another. I had a I, I got a sweet tooth. I, I I love sweet things. I, I had a piece of cake. I'm gonna have another. Instead of getting right back on track, I spiral. And that day gets worse. And then sometimes it becomes two days. Because I always feel like I need to either be perfect or I'm out. I gotta do it the right way or I'm I can't do it at all. And that's certainly not the right attitude. And I, I, I know that. And I need help in that area. And I got to be better in that area. And I got to do better in that. But I can't let that carry over to any part of my relationship with the Lord. I'm, I'm thankful I'm not making mistakes or committing a sin and then going, oh, I messed up. I'm going to do another. I'm going to do something else stupid. And I'm going to make it go worse. But we have to be careful. We have to be protective. We have to safeguard. All right, if I can't handle it here the proper way, if I can't handle it right now, and I'm letting not going to the gym as often as I want make me feel like a failure or make me feel like I'm not perfect enough and I'm going to give up for the day and I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat and I'm going to just get careless with it. If I continue to do that, that can carry over into other areas and aspects of my life. And then maybe I make a stupid decision and I go, ah, I messed up. I screwed up. What's the difference? What's, what's another mistake? What's another mistake going to do? Can't, let, can't get there. Can't allow that to happen. So I, I need to figure it out and I need to figure it out quickly. And I, I'm reminded that we all fall, that we all make mistakes, that is, as I'm talking about health and fitness, everybody's going to want to have, it, you may not have a sweet tooth, you may have, I also love pasta, so like ah, I've got all these things that are pizza, everything that I got to be protective of because if I have one, I want the other, and then I want the other. So I, I have always done my best when I eliminate completely. Some people say to me, hey, Remy says this, this at times, like you, you go to an extreme, it's okay to treat you. I'm like, no, I either I either don't have it at all or I'm just going to go crazy with it. So I would rather go to that extreme and be like, all right, let's be strict here with a diet regimen. Let's be really careful with what we take in. Let's make sure we get to the gym as often as possible. Let's be in a routine 
and let's carry this over into other areas of my life. Discipline is so important. And and I find like I have discipline and structure in one thing. And then if I mess it up here, like I want perfection. And I know God doesn't expect perfection in anything. He wants us to come to him in all of our failure, in all of our mistakes. Romans 15, 7, Paul says, accept one another, then Jesus as then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Let me read that one more time. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. We also have to be accepting of other people in their mistakes, in their failure, despite their lack of perfection. Accept people through their imperfection. Because again, we are all imperfect people. We all make mistakes. Accept one another. Don't be judgmental. Paul also writes in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. Those are powerful words. We all have weaknesses. We all have strengths. Rather than gloat and boast about our strengths, our accomplishments, what we've done, Paul is talking about boasting about his weakness so Christ's power may be revealed. It may rest on him. My grace is sufficient for you, the Lord said, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Think about that. Our weakness can be strengthened through our relationship with the Lord. Our weakness can become better through our relationship with Jesus. Let's not continue to strive for perfection because we'll never achieve it, but to accept our imperfection and seek Jesus in order to overcome those weaknesses, those issues, those sins. Up next, you'll hear from C.J. Stroud and Will Levis. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's dairy stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. 
Heritage's milk is still the sweetest. Coffee's hot and fresh. And Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's Dairy Stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage. Hi, this is Remy Mari, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field and tell a friend or two about the show. I want to take a minute to thank all of our wonderful sponsors, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at faithonafieldshow.com. Our first guest, C.J. Stroud, was a Heisman Trophy finalist the last two seasons with the Ohio State Buckeyes. He's one of the top quarterbacks in this draft class. He's the son of a pastor. He's not ashamed to speak about his Christian faith. We talked at the Super Bowl. Here is that conversation. C.J., glad to have you here, man. I know you're here with us on behalf of Auto Trader. Before we get into what you're doing with them, I know you're entering the NFL draft. How excited are you this time of your life as you get ready for that next step? Uh, man, it's been a blessing. Uh, I definitely got to just thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just having that um, that background, man, is definitely, I feel like, is the reason I'm here. So, um, But it's something that I just kind of have to stand around and just look and just breathe and just really um, take in that I'm, I'm doing, I'm living out my dream now. So um, it's been an amazing process for me. Uh, definitely enjoyed all my time at Ohio State, and I'm blessed to be where I'm at now. So um, definitely uh, something that I've been dreaming to do my whole life, and it's just amazing to be around uh, amazing people. Just met Donovan McNabb, someone I looked up to uh, growing up, watching him play for the Eagles and the, and the Redskins. So just running into people that I uh, grew up watching and knowing that I might be stepping into that, that uh, platform uh, in, in a couple a couple months. When you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's had such tremendous success so early in his career, obviously Patrick Mahomes too, but we all knew about Patrick, right? Jalen was a little bit of a question mark, and here he is. He was an MVP finalist. Now he's in the Super Bowl. Do you have any relationship with him or Patrick? Do you look at those guys right. and, and kind of think that, hey, that could be me? Yeah, I mean, uh, I met Jalen Hurts. He was a, my Elite 11 counselor in high school. And um, you can just tell that he's a, he's a hard-nosed dude. He, he works hard. Um, he definitely um, has a great foundation. And uh, you can just tell that he, he's about his business. And uh, 
I feel like both of them had weren't were kind of counted out coming into the NFL. No one really knew too much about Patrick Mahomes, and no one really too people knew about Jalen Hurts, but they counted him out because of what happened in his college situation. And for me, um, I just try to learn from other people and and try to make sure that whatever I go through, man, people are gonna talk, people are gonna talk good about you, talk bad. Uh, for me, it's just being myself unapologetically, man, and just working hard. Uh, whatever team I go to, just making sure that uh, I'm being a leader there, and that I'm. I'm um, uh, doing the right things on and off the field to to win games, and I definitely think that um, that's what Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes did. They blocked out the noise, and uh, I definitely that's that's a big part of the uh, your rookie season and going into those first couple of years. Well, we just met for the first time. We didn't even get a chance to talk ahead of time. And the first question I ask you, you mentioned your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I host a show called Faith on the Field, so wow. for me that 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 means a lot. I could tell that you're grounded in your faith, and that's going to help you handle that adversity handle that criticism when did that become a, a big part of your life yes sir uh, so i grew up in the church uh, my pa- my father was a pastor and um that was that was a lot of my early upbringing man just a lot of christmases a lot of thanksgiving a lot of holidays in the church and um i kind of fell away from it when i around 11 12 years old and uh then when i got to college i i, I know uh, i found a no christ for myself so uh definitely something that i'm, I'm still learning to this day i'm, I'm definitely not perfect in any, ma- any means or way uh, i am a sinner and i definitely do repent of my sins um so uh but it, it like you said it does keep me grounded it does keep me humble just because i know anything can be stripped away at any point and that's something I went through as a child, so um, that's something I feel like God put me on this platform to do, uh, to, to preach his word, and I definitely think that I'll continue to do that, man, so I appreciate you and what you did in your foundation. I'll, I'll try to do that in mine as well. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Do you look at the teams that could potentially draft you and, and think that there's a specific fit, or you're just going to go however it may fall? Um, it's definitely a, a two-way street, I feel. I definitely think fit has to play a part with quarterback, um, definitely just in, in scheme and, and what you're going to do with playing calling and different things like that. And uh, um, I think Ohio State used me in a lot of different ways uh, that were amazing for me to showcase my talents. Coach Day, Coach Hardline, Coach Wilson, uh, so many great coaches that I, that I had, Coach Key, uh, Coach Dennis, Coach Fitch. I don't want to butcher anybody, and I mentioned <laughs> nobody who helped me so much, but um, – uh, they did a great job at Ohio State showcasing my talent. And I feel like um, even an NFL team, uh, where, whoever does pick me, will get the best out of me. Uh, and even get more, I definitely think that uh, I'm more athletic than people give me credit for. Um, I definitely I can I can extend plays with my legs and make sure that I make people miss and uh, do things like that. So I definitely think that I'll be able to show that in my pro day and combine and things like that and uh, have a good process with that. So uh, whatever team that gets me, uh, I definitely has to do with fit. But at the same time, um, I definitely think that I am one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. Well, I got no doubt you're going to have success at the next level. Tell me, CJ, what you're doing today on behalf of Auto Trader. So uh, with Auto Trader, man, just being a college student. Uh, transition to the pros, man, it's definitely been uh, a, a hard transition just uh, coming from a college kid to being a rookie. And uh, something that I wanted to do as a kid, man, was buy uh, not only myself with a new car, but my mom, family, and just uh, do it that way, man. So Auto Trader makes it a lot easier for me. Um, just the lifestyle that I live, uh, working uh, really from early in the morning to late night, man, just trying to make sure my, my grind is right. Auto Trader has uh, the, the most select uh, cars that you can pick from the widespread is insane. Uh, whatever your lifestyle portrays, whatever you need. If you're a stepmom or uh, a soccer dad, whatever you need. They got minivans, they got trucks, they got cars, they got sedans, whatever you need. So uh, partner with Auto Auto Trader, and it's definitely been a, a great partnership to make my life a lot easier buying a car for my family. 
you pick yours out yet? I haven't picked it out yet, but I, I'm in the process. I, I want a truck again. I had a truck yeah. in Columbus um, through um, my some NIL deals that yeah. I had, and uh, I loved it, man. I, I'm from Southern California, so we're okay. not too used to it, but once I got it, I was like, man, I love it. Man, I had to convince my wife to let me buy a truck. I okay. got a, a Tundra last year, and I, was, right. I love it, man. It's man, the greatest thing. It's the best feeling when you give Han somebody and they just move out the way. Yeah. <laughs> you CJ, know what I'm saying? appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. God Thank bless. You. God bless. Thank you. That was C.J. Stroud. Our second guest this week, Will Levis, played the past two seasons at Kentucky after transferring from Penn State. He's another top quarterback in a strong draft class. Will has a tattoo of 2 Chronicles 15-7. It says, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. We talk about that and more. Hey, Will, uh, tell me a little bit about this process, what it's been like for you, the combine, interviewing with teams, everything as you get ready for next month and what's going to be a moment that changes your life, really. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of new experiences, a lot of new people in my life, and uh, it's just very challenging, very difficult, but just been taking the challenges head on and remembering to have fun with it. I mean, this is going to be a time of my life that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And I want to remember it also as a, a time that I did it the right way and that I did what I needed to do to help uh, live out my dream. How much fun are those interviews where you're sitting down with teams, them getting to know you, you getting to know them, learning a little bit about w- what everybody, you know, it, I'm sure it's different from team to team, isn't it? Yeah, definitely different team to team. And it, it was crazy. Like, I mean, I, I'd heard of, like some stories of a little things like what to expect here and there. But, uh, I mean, once you once you got in there and I had, I had a bunch just like back to back to back, it was just like a whirlwind, you know, like you're just going in and just flowing and um, you're, it goes kind of one room to the next where uh, you're talking a lot about just your personal life, who you are and answering some of the same questions about that kind of over and over and over again. Um, but then also like finding ways to just kind of mix in like who you are as a person and then ultimately getting to the point of, talking ball which is what it's all about got to bring the film up and talking through plays and talking through football knowledge and signal and a play caller do you come out of those feeling a certain way about maybe one team over the other and, I, and i'm not asking you to tell me i know you're not going to tell me if, if you have a preference to go somewhere but do you get those feelings like hey maybe i'd be a really good fit with this coach and this scheme with this team do, do you have those feelings not not really no i think it's more so like if there are any feelings afterwards, it's more so just because I was like, ah, I could have answered this better. I wish I could have gotten this or this uh, over to them. Mm. But um, no, I mean, all of my experiences were great. I would have would love to um, been with anyone who, who interviewed me. I got to tell you, I get in a car today. I'm driving to the gym. I turn on a radio and I hear the host. I don't even know who it was. And he's talking about Will Levis saying, uh, he, he's jacked up. He's really big. I don't know if you know he might have to slim down to be a quarterback. And I'm thinking, like, I mean, you can endure hits. You're big. You're jacked up. That's great. Have you ever heard that? Has anyone ever said that to you? Like, you may be too big. I mean, no. I mean, I I, I definitely heard it in passing or as a joke, or whatever. But I just take it as a compliment. I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely know. I there's nothing about my uh, stature that limits my ability as a as a quarterback and as a passer. If anything, it um, empowers it so uh no i mean i think it's just funny and um people can say whatever they want to say things like that like i it blew me away i'm like are you kidding me it's this guy's like the perfect absolute perfect 
build. But do you read, do you pay attention to scouting reports? They list all your strengths, they'll list the weakness. And, and like, these aren't guys, you know, everybody's got their mock draft. Everybody has their opinion. Do you ever pay attention to like, hey, oh, they think this is really good. And they, they may say this is a negative, any of that stuff, or, or you can't get caught up in it? No, can't get caught up in it. Exactly right. I mean, it's just, I got my small circle of people who I trust and their opinions and, and my home, which is really the only ones that matter at the end of the day. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with those because those are the ones that really matter. How much do you appreciate your time in, in Penn state and then going on to Kentucky? Like I, I'm sure it was a learning experience in, in each situation, each chapter of your life. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't trade my time for Penn, Penn state for anything. And God had so many, um, learning opportunities there that I took advantage of and helped mold me into um, part of the player that I am today and the person that I am today. Uh, I mean, I got a great education first and foremost, got my undergrad degree there, which I'll have with me forever and um, made some great friends as well. But then also on the football side, like learning the basics of uh, just how to be a quarterback at this level. And um, even though that didn't work out how I had hoped uh, it would have, um, it gave me a great opportunity to come here and uh, live out some of those um, goals that I had for myself. And wouldn't be, if it wouldn't be for them, I mean, they took a chance on me to bring me in. Um, I, owe it, I owe it all to them, the coaches and the people here who just surrounded me with, you know, support and uh, were able to help me and us uh, do the things that we did. Well, tell me a little bit about your involvement with Cash App and Uninterrupted's Road to Millions campaign. I, I saw that you're on a show with Richard Jefferson, and, and it, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a, it's a campaign pretty much just centered around NIL and bringing awareness to NIL and how all the factors uh, that NIL brought into many student-athletes' uh, lives um, and, the, and their financial lives as well, um, bringing awareness to the importance of um, paying attention to that and handling it with care. And this is such a different kind of opportunity for these uh, boys and girls that are going to be getting this money for the first time in their lives. So um, as someone who's been through that, as well as um, my co, uh, I guess, game opponent, uh, Jordan Childs, who's a gymnast at UCLA and an Olympian as well, uh, we've, we've been able to be through it a little bit. So um, to be there and give advice and have some fun was, was a great opportunity. What is your best advice for, for other student athletes? Because it can get overwhelming, I'm sure, if they don't have the right people in place who are helping them navigate the process and make the right decisions. No, I mean, I definitely think it, it is trying to just get that right group of people around you because mm-hmm. I mean, um, you, you can, they're, they're def- you definitely can do it on your own. But I knew for me as a student athlete, it's something that I wanted to be handled um, by somebody else in, in like um, tandem with me, really kind of make all decisions. And I know at the end of the day, they, they know better than I do. So I mean, part of conversations a part of, um, everything that's going on with my finances. But when it comes to when taxes roll around, what to do, I need to make sure that I have a tax accountant and um, people that can handle that. So finding that right group of people around you, a lot of universities are doing a great job of um, having those resources for student athletes already. But um, if not, I think it's just finding just someone credible around you to aid and um, put that right team around you to protect you and your money. Well, last question for you. I saw this on your Twitter bio, and I really appreciated it. And I saw you have uh, Second Chronicles fifteen seven. Be strong. Do not give up. For your work will be rewarded. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, it's a, just a personal ma- mantra of mine that I've carried on. Um, that 
originated from uh, my my grandfather who mm. uh, lived right next door to me growing up and and um was the biggest influence on my life overall. And he'd end every single friend I ever had with him had with him with never give up. And uh, that was just something that was very near and dear to me my whole life. And then when I was able to make the decision to get a tattoo for myself, I came across the verse and thought it was very fitting. So uh, really, really like the idea. And it's uh, something I can look to and remind myself what, uh, what I live by every day. It's very cool, man. Hey, uh, Will, I really appreciate your time. I uh, look forward to seeing you out in Kansas City and hearing your name called, and I, I wish you a ton of blessings. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. That's it for this week. Thank you to Will Levis and C.J. Stroud. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli.